You've now found your way into my mind. This should be interesting. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am back. You know, the other day I got down a rabbit hole of like thinking about the the, the situation in the world right now. Just at least from our standpoint, right? Uh, because I often get into a situation where I'm like, well, my, our existence isn't necessarily everybody's existence. Um, and that's definitely a mindset I like to keep in the foreground. Or maybe background. More background. But I was thinking about like craziness that is like social media and news and free speech, right? Which... You know, it's, it's a good way to start the, the podcast, right? Fun fact, I recently found out that Canada does not have a provision or amendment in their constitution, as we do here in the U.S., that um, allows them free speech, right? Like here in the U.S., we have the First Amendment, which the First Amendment allows us free speech. I'll even look it up for you guys just to make it easy. Congress shall make no law... Uh, respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting a free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people peacefully to assemble and petition the government for where anyways it keeps going on my point to all this is saying that it's fascinating to me that um, a first world country like canada doesn't have a provision like that. And it's fascinating that you know that, you know, even a communist country like China, you know, you can't say, well, maybe a better example would be like a Korea, right? Like, you can't say whatever you want to say. And there are places in the world that if you say the wrong thing to the wrong person, you're not going to be living, right? And there's a beauty in that. There's a, there's this country was founded upon that. And there's a beauty in the ability to do that, to be able to say and feel whatever it is that you want to feel. There's free, there's a tremendous freedom in that. If we didn't have that, we would be living tremendously different lives than what we do now. Um, but I'm going to, in this podcast, I want to give you guys a little, a little nugget of what, not what, but maybe in which way I approach life a lot of the times. That's the ultimate goal. Let's see if I get there, shall we? Hold my hand. Let's walk together. The freedom of speech thing is, is an amazing thing to have because it's great for you to be able to express yourself, to be able to tell people what you feel in order to, you know, for whatever reason, whether it's to correct errors, whether it's to get things off of your chest. I mean, all that stuff's great, right? But as taboo as this sounds for me to say, just because you have an opinion doesn't mean it's valid and it doesn't mean it's worth hearing <laughs> that's gonna ruffle some feathers let me let me give you a simple example we can all kind of understand that's what i usually like to do there's two techniques you're going to see me implement very often on this podcast and in life one of which is dumbing down and, and using examples to kind of portray my point of views. And two is going to be what I call flipping the script, where I will change variables. Most commonly, it's going to be probably like 
um, the dynamics of races or the dynamics of sexes or whatever. And when you switch those variables, if we're living in an equality, in an equal world, right, where we're trying to build this equality, this high level of equality, things should be similar in both ends, right? But we'll employ the latter on this journey we're taking together. Most people, as far as I know, unless you're born without hair, I guess that probably does happen, right? I don't know the medical conditions which cause that, but most people have gotten haircuts. Let's take it real simple. And I've been in a position many a times where I go to get a haircut. And the whole time I'm watching them, now these days I just, I'm like, eh, whatever happens, happens, right? But back in the day when I was far more um, controlling, I used to kind of sit there and be like, oof, that doesn't look like they're doing it right. Or why? Why are they cutting it like that? Or what's going on there? And I can easily, throughout that process, vocalize my feelings about their skills or their techniques or their ability to perform the job that I'm paying them to do, right? Throughout the process. And I can take it to levels on that. I can take it to a level where I'm just like giving them faces or breathing weird or giving side eyes or or salty ass looks. I could take it to the level where I can I can vocalize it. I'm like, I don't think you're doing this right. Or I can criticize or ask them questions all the time. And then I can just get it to the point where I'm openly fighting people about how shitty they're doing their job. Right. We all know those in the proverbial 2020s. We call those Karens. (laughs) So what I'm trying to say is that. Ultimately, I could take it to any of those levels, right? I haven't, for the record. But I have the ability to voice my opinions. But if I chose to take it to a level where I fight somebody, and I'm like, hey, man, this isn't right. You're doing it wrong. You're a shitty hairdresser. What's a, this a cosmetologist? What's the proper terminology? I don't want to insult anybody anyways i can take it to that level and that person can try to calm me down and tell me look man no we're doing it right here let me show you and then they keep going and they keep going and they keep going and they're done and then all of a sudden oh 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 my food's ready i'm actually cooking for the week i can i can sit there and fight them until the very end and then when they when they choose to finish up the thing i could be like oh man this looks good you guys did a good job. Wow. Okay. My apologies. I was wrong. Right? Because then they gave me a phenomenal haircut and I didn't even know about it because I was criticizing the whole scheme the whole time. In, in saying that, we're in the position where we definitely still have the ability for free speech, right? But if that haircut went right correctly or it looked good, my opinion is not valid. Also, I'm stemming my opinion from a loose base. What I mean by that is, you know, they tell you to build a house on a, on a, on a, on a strong base, concrete base or whatever the saying is. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this on some rickety ass shit. <laughs> I'm on a surfboard in the middle of the ocean trying to get up on that burrow board. While I'm, that's my base when I'm doing that because I have zero experience cutting hair. I have zero experience going to a school in order to to achieve good results, right? I'm not experienced in that field. That's not my field. So for me to criticize that person means that I am I am I, I should have some sort of base to stand upon and I do not. And so that opinion isn't valid. And so in the world we live in, it's great to have an opinion doesn't necessarily mean your opinion is valid and doesn't mean that hairdresser needs to hear my opinion throughout her work 
It's not fair to her either. It's not fair to her for be, her to be like, dude, I get to every time this guy comes here, he criticizes every single thing and then he's happy at the end. That's, that's probably a deeper discussion as far as like human, ha- human happiness and why people choose to live the way they do and why people choose to act the way they do. But um, my opinion, my, my thoughts on all this is that while it's great to have opinions, your opinions aren't necessarily always valid. And especially if they're not from which a, a position in which you have a strong base that you're essentially standing from. And before we leave this little example of a hairdresser thing, like I get it, you should be able to um, speak to someone if you have concerns about your hair cutting while it's happening, right? But it doesn't mean that you have the right to be as vocal as you can be or, or have the right to be just because your feelings are in a tizzy about what you think is happening. Um, but I'm not asking you with these uh, the discussions to, to keep be walked all over, but definitely know that if your opinion isn't coming from a grounded, solid position, it's likely coming from some sort of emotional position, and that's not always the most logical position to come at something with. But... That right there is a topic for another day. Recently had a conversation about this. You know who you are. And so back to my original thing. We live in this world now that because everybody, everybody, uh, everybody chooses to live in the world where they're hyper-emotional and want to tell everybody their opinions. And a lot of times I find those people do not have a basis in which they're standing on. Very loose and impulsive reasoning for going out and just exploding on things and feeling like everybody needs to hear you. We see this a lot, I think, in college society, right? The, the current state of which colleges are in, these are these hyper-opinionated people because these young folks, you know, feel like they can change the world. I mean, if you're of my age, you, you remember those days when you were young in those, in those early 20s and you, had, you were full of piss and vinegar and you felt like you were going to change the world, right? You don't have any formal experience in the world and so then you feel like you can change it. And now with the advent of technology, social media, you know, free platforms in which you can essentially create content, Everybody feels like their opinions, their struggles, their everything is the most important thing. And I beg to differ. One of the topics we'll, we'll touch on a future basis is, is uh, your, your struggle. Your struggle is, and, and it being the most difficult thing that you're dealing with is something we'll touch in the future with, but not today. While I understand the ability for you to voice your opinions, and, and that's a beautiful thing to have. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, a, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have the First Amendment. I think that's a crucial thing for uh, first world societies, and it's crucial for um, perspective and learning and, and adapting and getting to really a good place where everybody can be heard and find common ground in. I also think that the levels of white noise that we are exposed to now are at an all-time high, which is promoting a tremendous amount of anxiety and stress for the common folk, especially when you have real-life duties to do, to take care of, right? If you're a husband or wife or whatever, and you have bills, you have a mortgage, you have car payments, you have children you're raising, you have a full-time job plus plus that you have to do in order to just put food on the table, 
right? When you have all of those duties and things to do and you're still exposed to white noise, it is like a constant bombardment of, of inputs, sensory inputs that are, are a bit overwhelming, right? If, if any of you have ever gone to Las Vegas and let me give you uh, an even better example. Let's say you're from a little small town and you've never been outside of your small town. Um, you got a, a small town of like sub $10,000 people, $10,000, sub $10,000 people. And you go to Las Vegas and you walk the strip at night. That is going to be probably an overwhelming experience for you. The sensory inputs of the people, the noise, the lights, the things going on, the um, the smells probably, the, everything is going to be increasingly exploding in your sensory inputs. It's going to be overwhelming. And I think if we go back to my example of the family person that's trying to put food on the table, the white noise isn't enhancing your life. It's, it's more of a detriment because now you have more things to worry about. And with all the noise of everybody feeling what they're feeling and then all of the sensationalization of the news, which is definitely a thing I will be ranting about in the future, it's overwhelming. And I can understand that. And so my point to all of this is, is saying that while having an opinion is a beautiful thing and the freedoms to be able to speak your, your thoughts and your mind and have the ability to do what you want to do is critical. I also think that my philosophy on life is quite different. Um, and we've made it to the journey here, folks. My philosophy on life has, has been tremendously different. Um, one day we will deeply dive into why I am and who I am and why I do what I do, right? But one of the, one of the little nuggets in life that have really helped me in my life um, is something that I would suggest that everybody consider doing. Um, and I don't know how to frame this any better because this is the way I frame this in my head and I speak to myself. I would just ask you to consider the idea of what I call, don't take this offensively, what I call, shut the fuck up and listen. And what I mean by that is I'm not telling you to, to never speak your mind. I'm not telling you never to voice your feelings. What I'm saying by that is ever since I was a young boy, I grew up, for some of those of you that know, I have siblings, but I didn't grow up with them. I grew up primarily a single child in an interesting household. Maybe one of these days we'll talk about that. And one of the things I learned very quickly, or one of the things I adopted in my daily lifestyle, I should say, is I learned to be quiet and watch people. And in watching people, I got to pick up a lot of good tools. How about that? And you get to learn a lot about people by watching them, by watching mannerisms, by watching how they act and, and why they do what they do, whether it's from a grounded position, whether it's from topsy-turvy, I'm on a surfboard, just speaking my mind and ranting for no reason at all position. You get to speak, you get to watch people and really see if they are the people that are speaking and acting the same way. What I mean by that is, if you say you're going to do something, are you the person that actually does it? And these are all valuable tools that you can use on your day-to-day -day basis, right? I'll even give you an example. And this is, this is kind of pulling the curtain back because some of you that know me on a personal basis are going to be super in your head about this. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you guys anyways because we're sharing and getting to know each other here. I tend to be the type of person 
that I will get into dis- in discussions or I'll get into talks with people. And these are not heated talks. These are just normal, friendly talks. And I will let people talk. And we'll get to a topic. And then it's probably either topic I'm not 100% agreeing with them on, agreeable on, or maybe it's a, a situation where I'm not sure if they know what they're saying or they're, they're taking a very, very unique stance on things. And then I'll kind of ask a couple questions. <laughs> Some of you are going to know I do this. I ask a couple of questions, and then I just let them talk. And, and I just let them talk. I don't say anything, and I just let them talk, and let them talk, and let them talk. And then when they're kind of done talking, I just kind of stay quiet for a little bit, just stare at them, and then they keep talking, right? Some of that is people don't like dead air, which, which I understand. I don't mind it because I'm like, once again, grew up single child. So then for me, that dead air is freaking golden. There's times in my life where I would pay for that, right? But for some people, they're uncomfortable with that. And that's not my intention. My intention is really to have them flush out the, 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 the thought. And in my experience, if that is a thought that is founded on solid concrete flooring that they're standing on, that opinion that will come to an understanding. And I'm like, okay, I know where you're coming from. I understand what you're trying to say. I totally agree with you, or maybe I won't agree with you, but I understand where you're coming from because that's been your life experience, right? But what I often find is if you let people talk enough, they eventually peter out. And if they're on that surfboard in that ocean, they fall off of that surfboard. And the point I'm trying to make is not that you're trying to be, this is not freaking the the five rules of power or that douchey ass book is. That's not what this is. What I'm telling you is not to do this to try to overpower people. What I'm doing, what I'm telling you this is oftentimes in our minds, we think we have a solid base into which we we are talking about. I've been very lucky that in my lifetime, if I had to say I have a superpower, it's my ability to be aggressively honest with myself and I could do these mental gymnastics in my head and come to a reasonable logical conclusion despite my emotions most of the times let's be honest I'm human but if I had a superpower that's what it would be but a lot of people don't do that right for many different reasons maybe one of the reasons why I can do that is because I grew up a single child but it's not a lot of people grew up like I did and not a lot of people can do what I do right and I understand that a little bit better now because that's one of the reasons why people are like, oh, I like the podcast, right? Anyways, I digress. But a lot of people don't do this mental gymnastics. A lot of people don't live in their head probably as I do. And so a lot of people haven't worked out these topics. And a lot of things in your mind sound really good until you get them out. There's How many times have you been in a conversation with people and you say something and you're like, oh, no, that is, that's not what I meant. Or, wow, it doesn't sound as good when I say it out loud, right? We've all done that 100%. And I think a lot of the times when people are talking like that, they find those, 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 those chinks in their armor. Is that the right phrasing? The cracks in the, the wall or whatever the phrasing is? Like a lot of people find those things in speaking out loud and in talking just by saying things. And then later on, if you're a person that, that really wants to self-analyze, you'll sit there and be like, oh, I guess, I guess that's not right. I didn't think about it that way now that I said it out loud, right? I let those people kind of talk themselves out and then, and then a lot of times I find that people just are like, oh, yeah, no, I guess that doesn't make sense. And I'm like, oh, it's up to you. it doesn't matter. I'm not, sitting here. I'm not sitting here trying to break you down. But the whole point is just to get to, to understand each other. 
our stance on things. Whether it's something simple as like, this is the best chicken sandwich right now, bro. It's Popeye's. That's me, by the way. It's Popeye's, right? Or if it's something as complicated as the political dynamics of the world right now, which are kind of crazy, I think, maybe. I don't know. I don't pay attention to this. So my whole point to this is that this is a skill that I have found very useful in my life. And I would implore you to consider using this skill. Um, Why? Because hopefully it helps you flush out your ideas more. It also helps you solidify whether or not you are on solid ground or you are riding a wave right now. One could argue it's a wave of emotion, right? And I think it helps people not contribute to the noise, the noise that we have right now, because as we talked about with my haircutting example, an opinion is great, but it doesn't mean it's valid and it doesn't mean everybody needs to hear it. And so ultimately, I guess my my thoughts on this before I get more long-winded is that um, think about that. Think about that, and, and if you are one of those people that's, you know, living a real life and living a high-responsibility life, how about that? Um, consider how much white noise you're taking in. Consider how much of that is affecting your life, whether it's something as subconscious and cerebral as your sleep, or whether it's just as simple as, like, I can't find peace because I have so much things bombarding me. Um, and, if you're in, and if you're a very impulsive person, definitely uh, practice the whole... Uh, Shut the fuck up and uh, listen, because I think it's going to benefit you. It's going to benefit you from learning from other people's opinions and going having a back and forth, but it's also going to help you in, in maybe hopefully solidifying your ground and then also centering your emotions a little bit. But that's it. I hope I got that out cohesively. Uh, I'm doing a decent and better job of doing this on single takes so hopefully this makes all all the sense in the world to be honest with you guys this is the third time i tried recording this in the last few days and i share this stuff with you guys by the way because i'm not pretending to be a perfect person here i also have my own demons i deal with right this podcast doesn't come out like i hate when you see these people that are like oh i'm a motivational speaker and they try to like speak on things and you're just like you're like no this is highly produced work this isn't a single take this isn't this is you reading a script I'm not reading a script whatsoever. I am literally just talking out of my big dome. So getting better, I think I need to just leverage when I think my brain is in the right position for this stuff. And oftentimes if I'm dealing with projects, um, which I often am, um, my mind is so focused on that project that I'm thinking through process flows, materials, reactions, positives, negatives can come from it. And so my mind is constantly corralled in those situations. And so it's hard for me to to, to pull my mind from that room that is the project and and bring it into something where I can let my mind be a little bit more fluid in its thinking. But that's probably more information than you guys need or want. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I hope to have another one for you guys next week. I really, really would love to keep this in a weekly schedule, but I just hate saying because I don't want to jinx it. Uh, with that being said, I don't ever plan to be one of these guys that's like, oh, I have a Patreon and have like a, a come pine my services or buy the whatever. Like if I ever sell anything on this podcast, I hope it's something that you're getting something out of it, right? Like not not just the podcast. I mean, like if I'm like, oh, I'm dropping new shirt merchers because I might I might do that because I have a semi clothing line. Not really, but kind of. You know, it's something you guys get something from it. I don't ever want your money. But what you could do 
if you find any sort of validity or or usefulness in this. Hey, little one, you came in from outside. Say hi. Go get some water. Anyways, if you find any sort of usefulness from this, if you find any sort of uh, good tips or you think this is something worth people listening to, I would implore you to share this. Um, this is no different than anything else that I create, right? If, if it's valid to you and you feel like people want it or need it or it would be useful to someone, especially when it's free content, share with someone. It might be something that helps somebody with something in their future. And that's kind of, I think, the goal, one of the goals of this podcast. I think one of these days I'll allude to why I do this podcast on a deeper level. Um, but that's one of the reasons. So that's it. If you guys like it or have uh, feedback, hit me up, let me know, and we'll talk to you guys next time.